Hello, it's Sandy here from Social Embers. Thank you for all the positive feedback I've had from my first podcast last week. That seems longer than a week ago. I've been really busy. This weekend I had the opportunity to attend an event in my hometown called The Elephant in the Room, which was aiming to raise awareness of end-of-life issues. I met some lovely people there, And now I've got lots more topics to talk to you about. But I did say in my last podcast that this week I was going to discuss digital autopsy and the results from my recent survey about how many digital online accounts we have. Keep listening to find out the results. So... What is digital autopsy? Autopsy is sometimes referred to as a post-mortem. If an autopsy is required following a death, then the coroner can request an external or an internal autopsy. Our death tech subject this week is digital autopsy which can now be performed as an alternative to the traditional one. I've written a blog post about this on the Social Embers website, and I'm going to read that to you now. The family of an Orthodox Jewish woman named Solotta Rothstein objected to an invasive autopsy that was ordered by a London coroner to establish the cause of death of their 86-year-old relative in 2014. The family took out an emergency injunction at the High Court, which stopped the autopsy from going ahead. The family argued that the coroner's decision contravened the Human Rights Act in relation to the freedom of religion. The family won their case. This landmark ruling protects the religious rights of Jews and Muslims, whose beliefs command that the dead body should not be cut open. All coroners must now respect religious rights and send bodies for a digital scan instead if the cause of death needs to be established. In the case of Solotta, a digital autopsy took place at the John Radcliffe Hospital in Oxford so that a funeral could go ahead. A digital autopsy can be requested in the UK where there is no coroner involved. Families can contact iGene Digital Autopsy. However, the company will review each individual case to establish whether the procedure would be appropriate. Depending on where you live, this service may be provided free of charge. When a post-mortem is required... But if not, the cost is presently around £500. Awareness is being promoted through the Everybody campaign to highlight the use of digital autopsy in society. iGene keep the data indefinitely and ask for the consent of the family to use the information for research and education iGene have confirmed with us that they do not keep any of this information online. 
Last week, I used Facebook and email to share an online survey uh, to my friends and acquaintances. If you did the survey for me, then thank you. These results are based on 46 responses. The 46 people who took part in the survey have a total of 741 online accounts, which averages at 16 each. I will post the breakdown of the survey in a blog post on the website in the next few days. All of us have far more online accounts than perhaps we realise, and all of these accounts need some action at the end of our lives. That is why the issue of digital bereavement is so important. If you have not thought about this issue before, then I would encourage you to have a think about it. Um, And if you want to find out more, um, have a look at www.socialembers.com where there's lots of information. In the next podcast, I will be talking about grief and social media. I know it's a controversial topic and one that has positives and negatives. I will look forward to recording that one um, because it's a subject that has many different sides to it. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.